maybe Michigan canceled the UCLA series because the Bruins wouldn't let Stallions on the sideline. You are locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of the Locked On UCLA Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Thanks for making this show your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcast, and it's available on YouTube. So like, comment, subscribe. Thanks for making this your first listen. And hey, thanks for the love. Every day is, hey, we've talked a little about UCLA basketball, everything in between, even the chip question. Now we shift to the actual game, UCLA versus Arizona State. Here the Bruins are against Arizona State at home in the Rose Bowl, a game they should win. They're favored by two scores. And while what you might have seen in the previous game for Arizona State against Utah isn't indicative of what they're going to bring to the Rose Bowl, and I'll tell you why in just a moment, because this episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Jace Medical, all you have to do is empower yourself when you get a Jace case because providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. The Bruins will be facing a much different Arizona State team. Not completely different. A team that's simply not down to their fourth-string quarterback. They'll have Trenton Bourget, who the Bruins saw a year ago in Tempe when that was going to be a quote-unquote trap game, right? When UCLA was going to struggle with Arizona State. Instead, the Bruins were able to handle them at a high-scoring affair and have now struggled two years ago in a row against Arizona State's rival, the Arizona Wildcats. Here the Bruins are looking to beat this Arizona State team because, one, Arizona State does a good job at generally stopping the run. We're, we're going to throw those Utah numbers out the window. They've been a, a bit more successful at stopping the run. They have a sneaky, decent defense, despite what you might think for a Sun Devil team that's hung around with some teams like Washington, hung around a little bit with USC, a team that's starting quarterback, number two quarterback, and against Utah, number three quarterback, went down, and that was a little too much to overcome for Kenny, for you know, for Arizona State's new squad, their new coaching staff. That was a little too much for everybody to come together and try and get a big win against Utah. The road. That was just way too much to ask when Borgay went down in the first couple of plays, came back a little bit later and then just couldn't go with an ankle injury. He is expected to start, and if he's healthy, a full go, then the Bruins should expect a much better performance from ASU. So here UCLA is, multi-touchdown favorites. I was wondering why they probably weren't even bigger favorites, but with Borgay healthy now and expected to play, then that kind of shrinks the line quite a bit. Still, UCLA should win this game by quite a lot. And if they don't, that's when the fire chip naysayers will get a much louder cry to everybody saying, hey, you can't win this game at home against ASU, just like they failed to do in 2021 when they were climbing up the rankings or just kind of hovering around, right? Remember, they had another big loss at home to ASU in 2021. That was after the Fresno State loss. That was a frustrating one. I want to make this last game against Arizona State at home, as a conference rival, a beat down like it should be. So let's get to the keys to the game for this game for UCLA. Number one, don't mess around. Well, what does don't mess around mean? We can jump around. We can get around. We can go up and down, but don't mess around. Don't keep them in the game and keep them believing. Because what Arizona State's been able to do this year with this sneaky good D, 
at times opportunistic and they've been good during most some parts of the season. They had a nice three game stretch of keeping teams under 100 rushing yards, something the Bruins will have to keep an eye on, hence key two. Key one, remember what UCLA did earlier this year against their, their FCS opponent, right? They got the football first, went down and scored, and laid down an epic beatdown. They laid down an epic beatdown. Now you come back here, and while they're not, probably not going to take the football first and score, you want to get down and score first. In this game, do your best to take the lead early. That's what the Bruins nearly and should have done against Arizona in Tucson when they shanked a field goal. Maybe could have done a lot better in the red zone, which was only a just a foreshadowing of what was to come when for when red zone struggles going deep into Wildcat territory, the Bruins couldn't score. Don't let that happen. You can't let what happened to Colorado. First half struggles. Those can't carry over over the last couple of games. Start quick. Start fast. Don't mess around. Don't waste time. You have to start quickly, specifically offensively. The defense generally has not been getting off to slow starts. It just hasn't happened. It's up to the offense to help them out, hold on to the football, get in the end zone, and get rid of this disunity talk. Come in and pound the rock and get the job done, which leads us to key two, run the ball. If UCLA is going to have any success offensively, it's going to be running the football. There's been talk about who might be quarterback, Adante, is Garber's healthy, even though he's been reportedly limping a lot at practice, not probably healthy enough to start, if not playing this game outside of an emergency need. Colin Schley probably will get featured a little bit, even though he came up a little, you know, banged up too, reportedly. And then you've got the likes of the Griffins, the Martins of the world. It might lean with Dante Moore as the throwing quarterback, if you will, in this one first. But I do think we'll see a lot of Colin Schley. There's no official report that I've seen about who's starting one way or the other. Chip Kelly's not going to let that happen. I think we will see Dante Moore to start, barring some last-minute extreme race to super health by Garbers. And there will be a lot of Colin Schley, unless Chip or something we don't know from the injury report of the last couple of days, start Schley, that means Moore is not good to go, and that the Bruins just want to jumpstart the rushing attack right away. I think this will be a game with full health with all these quarterbacks, or you know mo- what we got available, it will be a game where we see a lot of Schley running the football, and probably not too many passes. They don't want to turn it over. In a game where they didn't turn it over, they lost by a couple scores on the road, and a game at home last time where they lost the turnover battle by four, we got to erase the turnover key to the game. So it's run the ball, successfully run the ball, and find ways to get to the end zone. Don't get stalled. Don't drop the ball in second down to make it third and long and force you to throw and have to switch quarterbacks. Run the ball. This could be a Colin Schley special. I'm not advocating for him to start necessarily, but we will see, I think, a lot of him, and that could lead to a much more masterful running performance from a team that in Arizona State, been sneaky again sneaky good defense it's just tough you can't you don't want to look at that utah game they were just outmanned outmuscled outclassed in that game because they were just banged up in and that was just an angry utah team ucla an angry bruin team they're not going to do what utah did a week ago but they stood still win this game by a few scores which is why how they're going to do that force turnovers arizona state's trenton borgay he's been the quarterback when asu has played closer games against Pretty sneaky, tough opponents to play against, like a Washington, although he threw a killer interception in that game in Seattle. When they were close against Colorado, they're nearly able to almost knock off the Buffaloes. 
when they beat Washington State. Yes, they beat Washington State. And that was, what, UCLA's best win of the season, unfortunately? Colorado? I don't know. That, that does Coastal Carolina? I don't really know at this point. Either way, you got to force turnovers in this game to win it easily. And Borges thrown three picks, one touchdown, three interceptions. He's rushed for two. Those numbers are a little skewed based on what they've tried to do offensively or playing some tough teams in the Pac-12. Still, you've got to force Borges into forcing a couple of picks and be a lot more opportunistic scoring off those turnovers. When it came to the block punt and an interception, you know how many points UCLA got off those against the Wildcats? Zero. A big zero. A big Oregon O. You don't want to throw, throw that out there, but that was a big zero. Big plays, turn it into points. Forced turnovers, even if Arizona State moves the ball a little bit. They're going to in this game. Not a lot, but they will have a successful drive, unlike what they had against Utah. They had zero successful drives. They just simply couldn't move the footballs out there. Punt fest, punt, punt, punt. They won't have 30 punts in this game against UCLA. They will get a first down. They will get first downs. They're not going to move the ball. I'm not saying they're going to drive consistently and make the UCLA defense look bad. Just do not expect to happen one week to carry over to the other. Even though the UCLA defense is angry and wants to inflict some pain, force turnovers, make big plays again in this season, and hey, turnovers. And UCLA can be well on their way to covering the spread in this one. Next up, we're talking UCLA women's basketball. Dominant victory and a key injury in a game that didn't even happen in Pauley Pavilion. We'll talk about that and more next on Locked on UCLA. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has got everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, and or style, eBay Motors has got you covered because they've got over 120 million plus parts. You're number one ride or die. You're always going to find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're guaranteed to fit your ride or your money back. You're not burning rubber. You're burning rubber. You're not burning cash with eBay Motors. Go burn the rubber. Burn it as much as you want, not the cash. You're not going to do that because with all the parts you want at the prices you want, the prices you need, everything, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die home. And keep it going alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only exclusions apply. eBay Motors is eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. UCLA women's basketball, well, hey, guys, they're, they're dominant. They're 2-0, and well on their way to keeping on going until the UConn matchup looming very soon for the Bruins in the Cayman Islands. It's a shame it's on national television and on a lame subscription service, but whatever, here we are. UCLA dominates. UC Riverside, a game that the Bruins were meant to win by 40. They did basically 90 to 52. They were leading the Highlanders 25 to 2 after the first quarter. 10 minutes had gone by, and they're up 25 to 2. After that, the defense suffered, if you will, because you're up 23 points. What else are you going to do when you're leading by 30, 40 points the entirety of the game? The other team's got to score a little bit, right? Got to let off the gas pedal a bit. Well, UCLA dominantly found another way to win 2-0 after blowing out Purdue by 40, blowing out Pepperdine by nearly 40. You had the likes of Kiki Rice, Gabby Hawkes, London Jones, Lauren Betts, and Charisma Osborne. The entire starting five went double figures. And mind you, UCLA was is still without a couple, a few players who are out playing internationally, out to injury, whatever it may be. This isn't even their full squad 
and their entire starting five had 13 or more points. Charisma Osborne not having to take the team on her shoulders like she did in 22 to 23. A little bit further back, two blocks, two steals, 13 points, 11 rebounds. And the key transfer UCLA got this year, Lauren Betts, making things happen. 14 points, 15 rebounds. Now we'll see what happens when she plays top-tier competition. But mostly, UCLA has that post-presence down low in the key to get shots in, get rebounds. Add another 15 rebounds to UCLA's rebound margin. They out-rebounded the Highlanders by 30. 52 to 32. They can get points in the paint pretty easily now. 42 of their 90 in the paint. UCLA shooting the basketball from 3, 11 of 28. That's better than a 33%. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid for a game where London Jones wasn't as on fire from 3. She was 3 of 10. Most of the Bruins were knocking down threes in a game where lots of people were able to play a dominant UCLA victory. 16 turnovers, that number's got to go down. They didn't force a lot of turnovers from UCR. They just played suffocating defense. The Highlanders only scored, only made one field goal in the first quarter, one for 17, 0 for 9 from three, didn't even attempt a, a a free throw, and only had seven free throw attempts the entire game, six of 26 from downtown, and only shot 32% for the game. You compare that to the Bruins, 52% from the floor, made most of their free throws, 39% from three. They did what they needed to do to win. Now, I talked about a little bit of an injury of sorts. It was reported, I believe, by the Daily, uh, the Daily Bruin. Words, words, words. Daily Bruin's Gavin Carlson, I think, and even retweeted a little bit by Bro Report, too. The key injury didn't actually happen in this game. What's to look out for, and what I don't know at the recording of this podcast, the severity of Emily Bessoir's injury. She was playing overseas. A couple of Bruins are overseas playing in international tournaments representing their countries. And she went out and apparently left her game injured on a similar knee that she got injured, that she had injured. I believe tore ACL, the same knee, and didn't put weight on while she was walking off. There's no status at the moment. And that would be a killer blow if that is the season for Bessoir. And unfortunate, because this is a Bruin, that could be an integral part of an all-time UCLA team that could give that post-presence but also that three-point threat from deep and just deepen the team. Now, getting Lauren Betts was important to shore up the post and give more depth down low for UCLA, but when you thought you had Bessoir Betts, B&B right there, unfortunately, that does not look like it could be the case. I don't know what her injury status is, but just apparently getting hurt, and we'll wait to see what it looks like. Now, there are multiple Bruins who are out still playing for the international teams, and you don't want to take away from the importance of playing those games, but you want the health to be important. Play the game. Play it as fun as you can with reckless abandon, but health for UCLA is key in the dream season. You want to have nice things. You want to go make the first Final Four national championship run in this program's history on the women's side. They have to stay healthy. And if Bessoir is unfortunately out for a significant amount of time, if not, and unfortunately, we hope not, that could be a big blow for UCLA. Now they got a lot of veteran pieces who are very good. Now we just have to wait and see how the news breaks out when everybody comes back. The Bruins haven't played with a full team yet in their first two games, and they've, they're winning by an average of 40 points against a Big Ten future opponent and a Big West opponent. Doesn't matter who's in their way, 90 points, basically, and a 40-point win. Now it's up to... We'll see. Hopefully, this war is okay. No news at this moment. We'll keep an eye on that coming up 
pretty soon. Next, we're going to talk about prediction time between UCLA and Arizona State. Why predict the Bruins to win? Newsflash, yes. But how much? Talk about that next. We spent a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins, losses, who starts and sits, whether to fire Chip Kelly or not, or everything in between. I'm thankful for the connection that we have. And today what I want to do is make our chat a little more personal because you know what it means when you can get a one-year supply and eating medications? Well, you can bring on that extended travel. You can bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered, my friend, and you can refill your generic medications. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com. Receive your 12-month supply and your daily medication with the promo code Locked On at checkout to get a discount. Verified customer about Chase. That's what they had to say. Thankful for the service. Supply chain issues cut, caused me to cut pills in half just to have it, but they were able to order most of their daily meds a year supply worth with ordering the antibiotic kit. They feel secure now. Prices are lower also than local pharmacies, and you highly recommend it for everyone. So if someone you love or you yourself want to get peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily meds, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Use the promo code Locked On for $20 off your purchase. Cruising on in the last segment of Locked On UCLA today, the Bruins taking on the Sun Devils, a game where they're expected to win by two, three scores. And uh, will they cover? Will they do it? Do I expect them to? I didn't expect the Bruins to cover last week because most importantly, they're in favor to win. And I sadly have to admit I chose correctly. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. But that was the right choice at the time. Now, what is UCLA going to do? I think this game will start off. I hope the Bruins start off with a good score early. I think Arizona State will be tough early, a little frustrated with their performance. Both teams will be very frustrated. I have a feeling Arizona State will get a fluky, successful drive early that ends in the end zone. It'll be either 7-7, 14-7 in this one. In large in part, UCLA will have to scrap for a good portion of the quarter and half. Then they'll get some success offensively, maybe go in the half up 21-7. We want it to be bigger, but 21-7 where the defense is probably forced to turn over, maybe gotten a couple of sacks so far, looked somewhat dominant outside of one drive, and then they turn it on the second half with two early scores, a late touchdown by Arizona State that gives us the final of, if you're on YouTube, here's this graphic, and if you're listening, 35-14 to 14, UCLA takes down ASU. That is my final score prediction for this one. 35-14 UCLA wins. It'll be closer early than we hope. The Bruins pull away, and the Bruins get multiple turnovers. I think a pick and a fumble. It's been a while since we had both of those. Let's get a little crazy. You get a pick and a fumble in this one. I say about four sacks, and UCLA needs to get about 125 rushing yards in this one to be in a good spot that I would say successful night against Arizona State. Would love to get 150 or more, but they can be a little scrappy defensively. I want to see what UCLA can do. 35-14 in this game. Again, they're not playing with their fourth string like they were against Utah. It's their third string in Borgay, who started against the Bruins a year ago when UCLA gave up 35-plus points. A little different defense this year. We'll see how it plays out for the Bruins in the Rose Bowl, where I hope they get their seventh win, and then it's real talk. Then then it's USC weekend. It, It gets real. It gets legit, and we hope they smack the crap out of both the Sun Devils Leading into the that team across town week, beat the crap out of them, 
and then take on the Golden Bears for the last time as conference rivals. Starts with a big win. I say 35-14 UCLA over ASU. Two turnovers forced to pick in a fumble. Four sacks. At least 125 rushing yards. Hopefully 150. And we'll see who, which quarterback's healthy enough. We won't get that information until game time. Based on what I was reading, it's leaning. If the Bruins want to go that way, Dante Moore is the healthier of the two between Moore and Garbers. We should see... If, unless Lee has some sort of injury unbeknownst to us, he should be featured a lot. I'm not sure he'll be considered the starter, although that could actually happen. Or UCLA does something and has a complete curveball that we just do not know about until game time. I think it might be a more Schley combo, and it should be a Schley running fest, and it should be absolutely fun. All right, let's rock and roll. We got that Saturday night big-time reaction video after this one. Hopefully a big-time win, and we get excited but another UCLA performance. Stay tuned for that. We'll see you at the Rose Bowl. Come say hi. Hands up, Bruins fans. Eight clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U-C-L-A. U-C-L-A. Fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.